everyone, it's me Tamir, and I'm here today with, of course, Regan, and there is Nick Shadeg, probably the uh, one of the funniest people. <laughs> um, do you want to introduce yourself, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Nick Shadeg. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know how to introduce myself other than I'm just that guy on Twitter, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, um, he keeps the fucking politicians and the talking heads to account. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. it's great to be here. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. And also, of course, I uh, just want to acknowledge um, the First Nations. Um, I'm not quite sure who the First Nations are in Adelaide. Um, uh, the, the Ghana people. The Ghana people, um, of course. Yeah. And that, it's their land that um, I'm guessing where the Barossa Valley is situated. Is it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> you're testing me here. I'm, I, I, I think it's still the Ghana people in the Barossa Valley, but um, don't quote me on that. <laughs> yeah, but um, for people that don't know, because most of our listeners, I, I don't know, I'd say 80% are from the US or America. Uh, the Barossa Valley is a huge wine region. Um, in Am I correct? Or? Yeah, so um, if you have drunk wine from Australia um, overseas, then it's a fair chance that it's from the Barossa Valley, which is um, about like an hour drive north from where I live, from Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you've probably all been following the news. I mean, me and Regan have been tweeting a lot about the, the wine wars, sort of the wine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, has, has that affected you in any way? I mean, that's like a huge part of your economy, apart from Uni Adelaide and Uni SA, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's right. So it is a huge part of the economy. I mean, it's mainly the the larger wineries that export to China. Um, I mean, there's just so there's hundreds of wineries around the Barossa Valley and um, um, a few other regions around South Australia. So um, it's only really the the big massive wineries that are going to be really affected, I guess. Um, but that's that's still a fair chunk of our economy. So um, I mean, the 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 Chinese tariffs, um, that's only like a couple of weeks old, isn't it? So yeah, it so really hasn't to, really kicked in yeah. just yet, but um, they're expected to last until August next year or something like that. So it'll have an effect for sure. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you guys saw those articles that today on News Corp, they were posting about the Chinese-owned wineries and they like to boycott them basically. Um, yeah. and it's weird because it says the majority of the nation's Chinese-owned wine vineyards are located in South Australia within the Barossa Valley. Yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> and I'm surprised. Like, I, I've never heard of any of these. Like, Chateau, Chateau, Gat, I don't know how to pronounce it, Yagodara. Um, yeah, I, I'd heard um, of a few of them, but I, I didn't know there were... Well, what do they mean by Chinese-owned, first of all? Do they... It could be Aussie Chinese, you know? Like, a lot of the time, that's yeah. what's happened. It could be just some Aussie dude that's has a Chinese name. I mean, it's not yeah. like the Chinese Communist Party <laughs> buying up wineries in Australia. <laughs> like. I mean, there is this one. It's Changu Pioneers. That sounds like pretty communist, that one. Okay, sure. You know, all right. You know, <laughs> young pioneers. Uh, yeah. That's an interesting point. They, they could just be like a bunch of Singaporean investors... Who wants yeah. to a bunch of money into something? Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the, the the names they they pick, it's like Arthur Wang. I mean, that could be anyone. It could be some honky guy. We don't even know. Fucking Hong yeah. Kong, yeah. Oh, there was one yeah. of them literally called Hong Kong something wineries, <laughs> <laughs> and they were like boycott this one. I'm like, I thought you were guys were pro Hong Kong, man. Yeah, it's just well, the first time I ever went to China, um, and I got to the hostel. 
and I went across the road to the like a 7-Eleven equivalent and the first thing I saw on the fucking fridge was Australian wine. Wow. What? And, in in and a 7-Eleven? Like, was it Yellowtail or something? like? Or no, something I think like it was like or... Jacob's Creek or one of oh, those. Okay. Yeah, or Yellowtail. Like yeah, where's Jacob's like, Creek from? That's, that's also crap. Yeah, what is that? That's, that's South Australian. That oh, one. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was Sorry. cheap though. I think it was probably like fucking 10 bucks, which well, is... That's pretty good. It's probably about eight dollars here in Australia, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was yeah. having hot pot, and they offered us wine, and they were like, "Oh, we have this special wine called Penfolds." I'm like, "Oh, and it's just like it's like garbage here." Yeah, some dingy, you know, random hot pot restaurant in the middle of like nowhere in Hunan, and they have like Aussie wine. So this is like a huge loss for us, and we're looking at, and a lot of Aussies are like going, "Yeah, we don't need them," you know, we can drink it out ourselves. It's just like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, it, is it a huge thing in China, like um, drinking red wine or especially like Australian red wine? Or um, There's a lot of bougie wannabes. They're yeah. not as cool as say Migos and Bad and Bougie. They're like, kind of like, how do I say? They're like w- white people dancing wannabe cool. <laughs> and yeah, right. they it's think like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it's like 30, 40 year olds. You've like, yeah, I, I drink yeah. wine and I, I read like, I don't know, Hemingway, something shit like that. Right. Okay. So pretty similar to Australia then, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like white workers. Or sometimes, you know, you've got lower class people who want to sort of do that Melbourne cup thing where they try to sort of go up a class by drinking yeah. wine. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, but I, I actually worked at a bottle shop for a couple of months and in in the outer suburbs of Brisbane and plenty of people were coming in and buying a bottle every night, you know, like mm. nurses and and labourers. People had like pretty rough sort of jobs um, and they'll just drink just Australian stuff. It's like 2 or $3 a bottle. Yeah, that's what I drink yeah. usually. Yeah. Yeah. And students, that's what students drink. So I yeah. wonder... I mean, we have good culture. They don't have that anywhere else. I've never met that. Have what? Goon, goon bags. <laughs> oh, but that's God. kind of wine, sort of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting, um, you know, seeing the sort of more international reaction in, in Europe and places like that, where um, you, you hear of people sort of committing to now buying more Australian wine to to take up the slack for, for what China's not buying. But that's, that's only a are people portion. really going to do that? Like, are, are no. people in Sweden going to be, like, guzzling certain <laughs> wine just to, just to engage in this, like, uh, like this proxy trade war that they've really got nothing to do with? Uh, like, <laughs> who's going to be doing that, seriously? I don't think so. Well, that's it, that's it, virtually, the European virtually signaling its fucking peak, mm, isn't mm. it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because yeah. They, they were like, we're trying to undercut already. Like the European Commission is trying to negotiate a new wine deal with China as soon as they started the tariffs. So they're saying one thing, but doing another. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So there was a, there was a thing that was on Reuters. They were like, the European Commission is looking to, you know, open a new free, like some kind of trade agreement for wine, for European wine to enter China at lower prices or something. And I was like, you can't trust these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it's all about no money at the end. Yeah. No wonder they're egging us on. Yeah, they're like, yeah, keep going, keep going, mate. Yeah, I mean, you can look like what? Like all the other countries, like America's trying to sell more beef to China and yeah, and we're just being idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and happily doing it too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's almost like the, <clears throat> um, almost like that Gallipoli sort of mindset where like, um, you know, Australians are just so happy to throw themselves in 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 the firing line just to make, you know, our 
Big Brother allies happy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, yeah. What is uh, that? They should, taught should us prove ourselves or something. So, like. Yeah, yeah. Baptism by fire. Do you think this is an yeah. Aussie thing where we just have such low self-esteem, but we pretend to be all big and huge? Yeah, it is something like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's like we yeah. always well, want to look good for the other white white countries, but we we don't give a shit about the actual countries that you know actually give us money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, isn't this the 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 problem with Australia? Is it's it's a it's a middle middle power, and it can really only ever be a middle power with mm. our population. Mm. Yeah. But it has that mentality of that. Uh, I don't want to say white supremacy, but you know that Western imperial, that the settler, British and Americans, yeah. and yeah, the settler colonial mindset that you're above, <laughs> you're above Indonesia and Papua New Guinea, mm. so where we're special. And the shock of 2020 has been Australian realizing that there are the rest of these other countries, in particular China, um, they're they equal, crap, you know. They can yeah. just play with us like like prey. We, yeah. we can't do anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, what's surprising is it's taken so long for us to get to this moment. We had it so good. They were literally buying like magic pills, like Swiss and Blackmores for like absor- like huge prices. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And buying our baby formula, buying all these products that like we somehow had a market in just because of the large amount of Chinese Australians in, in China, in Australia, um, pushing it onto China and saying, Oh, you know, it's clean because it's made in Australia where everything's just like kangaroos and blue skies. And now yeah. we've just destroyed all that. Um, within just a like few years because some American foreign policy egging, it's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it can only really hurt ourselves to, to keep engaging in this, you know, posturing, um, with China and this, this trade war. But, uh, like, I don't know, from the other side, I was thinking about it earlier today, um, like, I don't know, I guess, like, the Morrison government probably does see some sort of benefits to it in terms of, um, I don't know, winning votes, I guess. Like, mm. it, it's, mm. I, I don't know, is it popular to, to, like, amongst, you know, a lot of Australians to, like, engage in that posturing against China? I think it probably is, uh, and I think... <laughs> You know, there is, I don't know, I guess that Liberal Party voting base that they, they are trying to appeal to with all this, despite it possibly ruining our economy. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, it definitely would be. Um, I, I'm a bit surprised because state, government, state governments have been quite pro-China. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. in South Australia, I actually met um, Jay Weatherall. He was like the former premier. Um, yeah, of South Australia, yeah. And he was, he, he took, I think he's taken some ideas. Um, like, I don't know. But South Australia is pr- like I, I like how it goes. Like you guys have that huge internet thing going on in Adelaide, the hundred gigabit or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that is. I think it, it, I think that's like is that Wi-Fi in our city or something like that? It's like your own MBN because how bad the actual MBN is. Oh like, right, okay. Then yeah. um, you also got the whole solar energy batteries going on, and it's something yeah, we should all be doing, you know. But it's, it is a, a fairly like our politics here is a bit more progressive than my states, I guess, like our, our Liberal Party is in power right now, um, which, uh, you know, broadly in Australia is like the sort of conservative, um, more right-wing party. Um, but in, in South Australia, it's it's a lot more moderate than in, mm. in other states. Um, yeah, it's, you know, slightly more palatable <laughs> than, um, I don't know, mm. a Victorian um, Liberal Party or places like that. <laughs> 
yeah. So yeah, what's yeah. what's the power of like regional South Australia, and and how how do you think they could interact with like like export like wine or like do they I assume they grow grain and barley and stuff like that in South Australia or do you know? Yeah, they do. I, I, I don't know how it compares with the wine industry, but um, you know, South Australia is like the most centralized state in terms of population like so it's all um, adelaide basically yeah it's it's <laughs> pretty much just adelaide and then you've got a few like um smaller towns and things but it's yeah it is definitely the most centralized state so um that, that could be one reason why it's it's a bit more progressive i guess you know, uh, most people in south australia are city dwellers if if you want to call adelaide a city but <laughs> what about um does that island kangaroo island um Oh yeah, they vote for Xenophon, no, Xenophon, whatever, Centre Party. Yeah, yeah, that sort of... Do people live there? Oh, is this just like a tourist place? Oh, in Kangaroo Island? Yeah, yeah, people live there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. Um, that's, it is a tourist sort of island um, and they've been hit pretty hard from like coronavirus, obviously. But, um, and the fires. Yeah, that too. Yeah, mm. yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah. Um, surely, like, I've heard of places in South Australia, like you've got, um, what's that place? Wyala? Is that, that somewhere in Wyala? Yeah, that's sort of up north. Um, yeah, that's like a port or something. And yeah, economy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. It's something to do with, um, iron, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, we, yeah, we didn't true. actually get you on to be a South Australian correspondent, but, but it's interesting because you're, you're, you're such a you're, random state in Australia. Like it doesn't have any of the like. Yeah, no one ever all, thinks about us. Yeah, and they all sound very British. Like I, I don't know. I have a lot of South Australian colleagues, and it's something very posh, pom about it. I was talking about this earlier. Mm, that's right. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly where it comes from. Um, people have theories about it you know, us not being a convict state and that sort of thing. I don't think that's the actual reason, but um, yeah, we, we speak with sort of rounder A's and like rounder vowels and that sort of thing. It, it yeah, it does sound a bit posh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I support what you guys are doing with the solar thing. I hope that continues. You know, you might as well just put the whole thing through the whole Nullabur, you know, just yeah, it's, be it's a just whole economy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like massive reaction to, um, Oh, when was it? Maybe five years ago or so. Um, our entire state, so it's like, I don't know, what, three times the size of Germany or something, um, had a, a blackout for something like 12 hours at least. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's why we've, um, we're pretty keen on um, solar and battery power these days. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, um, so do you want to like talk about uh, the fake, well, uh, quote unquote fake picture controversy. Yeah. That was huge. Yeah. So um, I guess uh, to get the start of the story, I guess um, you have to talk about the Burden report. Like the, um, so essentially um, a lot of Australian soldiers coming back from Afghanistan um, a few years ago um, felt very uncomfortable about a lot of the things they saw there, which were essentially war crimes. Um, and so they started speaking up about it. Um, the, the government sort of did a lot to try to suppress um, any details about it being made public, um, you know, through 
raiding media organizations who were investigating it and that sort of thing. Um, but eventually it culminated in what's known as the, the Brereton Report, which um, details, yeah, Australian war crimes in Afghanistan. Um, it's it's pretty full on and the, the Australian government, um, I think, pretty much accepted the accuracy of it all. Um, I mean, the defence minister gave a, um, yeah, I think a fairly, a, a pretty good press conference about it where she, mm. um, uh, you know, said that it, 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 she was personally, like, horrified by a lot of the things that she read in it. And um, obviously it's something that the government have taken very seriously. Um, they said they said they were going to take all the rec- they were going to accept all the recommendations. Yeah, um, which they've backed off on some of them now. But at the, oh, at the time, they yeah, yeah right. the one about stripping medals and stuff like that, which uh, that's oh, just yeah. more aesthetics more than anything else. But yeah, um, totally. Yeah. And Andrew Hastie was like, no, we should still give them medals. Like, what they did was wrong. So we still give them medals. <laughs> like that's the politics matter. Like, that's so beside the point. <laughs> Yeah. We have a lot of support our troops type types in Australia. Like I, because I'm in Melbourne, it's pretty anti-army in here in general. So, I'm not yeah, sure. hmm. I don't know. It doesn't. We seem have like the big thing that I don't know. People talk. We have three bases in Brisbane, so it's um, very pro day, I guess. Yeah, but but the thing is, um, there was a bunch of people in the Australian military who knew this stuff was going on. And they didn't agree with it, and that's probably got to do with a lot. Yeah. I and mean, obviously, some of our some particular journalists like Mark Willisey mm. really kept quick kept going. But I don't think it would have happened without Major David like, McBride, the lawyer. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the who is being persecuted? Um, I think we should definitely promote his uh, GoFundMe to help fund his defense, which is just uh, it's disgusting how they. Uh, mm. um, targeting him for whistleblowing on the war crimes yeah, and yeah. they're still going at it. I don't know. I will, we'll definitely put a link somewhere. Um, so, so how are the regular members of the military reacting to how the government is, is treating uh, McBride and, and the, the, the recommendations, the report, like um, just, just because everyone in the, if I look on Twitter or the comment sections on certain Facebook pages, you'll see oh. lots of war crime apologism. Yeah. I wonder if, if that is the vibe inside the military itself. Yeah, I'm not sure, especially with, you know, returning soldiers, like what they would think, because I'm sure a lot of them have seen some um, pretty fucked up things. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I haven't actually heard um, any of their perspectives I haven't really seen it on Twitter or anything. I like mean, that. Angus Campbell, he was—he looked like he was very sorry. But that, I mean, what else can he say? Is he going to come out and be like, "Nah, mate, I'm not." You know, America's never sorry. He's going to do George W. Bush, George W. H. W. Bush. He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's resigned already, hasn't he? Or he's renounced it. And it, it's very—I um, don't know. It, I think it's something we should all hang our shame head in shame for because it's the evidence yeah. overwhelming. And yeah. for some reason, they've twisted it around as though it's all like a, it's making it look like as though it's all a Chinese plot based on a false image. <laughs> and that, it's really sad because I've talked to a lot of mates in real life and they're like, oh, they, they don't even know the war crimes happened. They just know about the fake image. So now they think well, there's it, no war crimes. Isn't that piece of art the best thing to ever happen to fucking Scott Morrison and his fucking 
the people in that party who previously were going to have to carry the weight of war crimes. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I honestly hadn't thought of it until just then. And now they're just like, it's all China thing now, you know? Like, what a <laughs> genius move. And even though, like, we, we've all laughed for the last week about, or two weeks about, um, you know, asking for an apology and not getting it. But maybe, like, because I, I, at the time I was like, what are they, what is the domestic issue that they're trying to hide right now? Mm. And maybe, maybe it was the thing closest. <laughs> it, it just sounds so stupid. Like, why are we trying to get them to apologize for something that highlights we've done wrong? Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, and the, so just to describe the, the cartoon for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's, it's a, it's, it's quite, um, uh, it's quite full on. It's a it's, mm. it's a drawing of a an Australian soldier um, slitting the throat of a an Afghan child, um, which is is actually a a thing that actually happened. It's in the Berrien report. It's two um, children where had the throat slit and thrown a river. Mm. Yeah, so it's not um, it's not a, a made up like cartoon or anything. It's a yeah. it's a artist depiction of a thing that actually happened. It, it is quite graphic and it is meant to be provocative. Yeah, because um, it's done in a, a sort of a, uh, a, a ju- juxtaposed on, on the Australian and Afghan flag. And yeah, there's a sheep, yeah. sort of a sheep for the slaughter. Yeah. And we're coming right. here to, you know, free you um, in a very evil sort of a sinister sense about it. What and was the it, caption underneath? Um, we're here to free you or something? Or Peter Brink, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll have a look one second. But it, it's obviously not like, you know... It, Anyone knows it? Look, it's art. Like no one does murder on giant Australian flags. <laughs> oh man, this is funny. <laughs> at my work, um, yeah, a couple of the guys at my work were talking about it, and they love to talk about China. And uh, it, um, one of them was really like really irate about it and saying like, I can't believe they posted this like this doctored image, this like this photoshopped image. I was thinking, like, man, no one's mistaking this thing for a photo. Like, it's not like there just happened to be a photographer there at that time while they're both standing on their, like, respective national flags doing a war crime. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I know, it sounds, I shouldn't laugh, but it, it's just so stupid. Uh, sorry, so they say, don't be afraid. We are coming to bring you peace. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You can tell it's Chinese spite of weird English, but... um, Who's, who's the... um? Like, is a crazy cool name. Something like Burden um, Pegasus or something. That's what his name means. Yeah. Oh, the the artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's done a bunch of um... anti-imperialist sort of. Um, yeah. Th- there was the one with um, the indigenous uh, Native Americans being killed by. Uh... Oh, that was incredible. That, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't like... really seen any of his other work. Has he done anything else relating to Australia before? Or no. Except for the second one with uh, Morrison crying, like, you know, pointing at, like, apologize, which is pretty good. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. Yeah. I, I still find the thing that people think, like, Australia is going to start committing war crimes on giant flags. Hilarious. Because that, that, that's something, I mean, no one's going to do that, but maybe Australians might because some Aussies are pretty stupid. Like, <laughs> there's like, yeah, I love, I'm true blue, mate. And, you know, they actually go and get a fucking blue flag and do it. But, I, I think, I'm trying to, you know, on the, topic of like uh what was manipulated and i guess uh, i suppose a lot of countries have it but australia like the flag is so sacred and what is also sacred is like the image of a digger Mm, or an australian military person 
and what was manipulated was that that wholesome image that they had in there that uh, is the zeitgeist, I guess. Yeah, um, true. Because it's going to go back to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because because Australians cannot imagine uh, the Australian military doing anything other than photo ops of um, you know cleaning a well in East Timor. Building a school for for girls, beating back to Nazis in Afghanistan, Gallip- uh, yeah, you know, Gallipoli, which is actually in pure store. What's that? Dakota Trail, Dakota Track. That was like the probably one of the most famous ones where they actually fought back the Japanese. Dakota, yeah, yeah. it's so it's sanitized, yeah. you know. Like this, I mean, in a in a perfect world, this will be an opportunity for Australians to um, <clears throat> reckon with our militarism and our you know our war state. We'll be in war in Afghanistan for. I always found the long tan thing very... Um, I don't know if you guys have it, but at my high school, we had a long tan sort of commemoration um, about a long tan. So it's one in Vietnam. It's about something like, I think, um, Australians was like 30 Australian soldiers held off like thousands of Vietnamese and killed them. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm always like, that's kind of weird, you know? Like, that's kind of commemorating us using massive firepower, just murdering Vietnamese people. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, apparently that's a yeah. This also sort of reminds me of, do you remember Scott McIntyre, that um, SBS journalist a few years ago? Um, he he posted this like thread on Anzac Day. Um, it must have been like four years ago or something. Oh, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, he's like an SBS, uh, I think he was like a sports journalist actually. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, right, right. And he, he posted like this um, short thread on Twitter, basically um, uh, detailing some war crimes from I think it was like World War Two, um, and it all—it was all actually fairly accurate, I think. But the I mean, reaction to other people's he work, was made, yeah. he was talking about um, soldiers that uh, soldiers had done on Anzac Day, and also how you know you shouldn't be celebrating like the bombing yeah. of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which is very fair because yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the the reaction to it was just insane, like. Um, uh, like Malcolm Turnbull, the Prime Minister at the time, basically got on the phone to um, to SBS and Scott McIntyre was, I think he was sacked the very next day. Mm. Um, and, uh, well, I, I think he, he came back and, like, sued SBS for wrongful dismissal and I think he got some settlement or something. But it's still just, you know, what he said wasn't wrong. Um, and, you know, there's just this massive backlash because Australians have this, like almost religious like reverence for um you know australian military personnel it's just insane i mean australian military personnel i think he was really mad because uh, occupation forces like australian soldiers um committed a lot of sex crimes in japan right. afterwards right. um and he's yeah, married and think... to a japanese lady as well in egypt and like jerusalem on, in world war one I, I think he was listing that sort of stuff as well oh yeah we all saw the uh, the movie enzac where the was it Mel gibson um being a, a spaz yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> yeah I, I do respect scott because he also called out um later on in his life i think a lot of japanese sort of racism towards uh refugees in the country and stuff like that but, oh, wow. um, um he's he's quite you know he, he's quite um he has a very strong line on his morals in general. But is is he still around today? Or I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, he, doesn't doesn't that lead into? The, he's the quite of a lib, so he'll probably follow. But he he you know he's on been on the right side more than wrong side most of his life. So mm. 
but so much for fucking the free speech. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. like well, even in this case, the fucking if the prime minister is calling his boss, that's uh, that's 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 state intervention, you know. And yeah, absolutely. And this yeah. this trope that um, uh, people like uh, Philip Corey from Fairfax has been saying like. Oh well, these war crimes only came about because of our free media and freedom of speech, you know. Uh, That's which bullshit, man. It's bullshit, really, isn't it? Like, uh, like people talk about China's, you know, uh, crimes. What, what, there was one guy talking about the Nang, Nang not Nanking, Nanchang, like one of the massacres down in Yunnan of um, Chinese Muslims in like the 1950s by Chinese communists. I mean, there was no press there. But it was still published in Chinese media. Okay, mm. so it it's not a thing that's for just in democratic nations that these things get reported. Um, it, it's just bullshit. Mm. And plus, um, you can just talk about the massive censoring. Like I'm getting censored a lot on Twitter recently as well. Um, it, yeah, just you know, just look at Twitter. Yeah, I noticed your your well, it's been discussed on Twitter, but your followers, your account. I lost four hundred followers in the last month. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And I checked if I had any bots, and I had less bots than most accounts. I was like, hmm, because mm. there's a lot of bots on Twitter. But anyway, uh, there was yeah. another thing that really um, a Chinese people made fun of was because it made Australia lose all of face because Scott Morrison's the prime minister, and he's having a fit against a foreign ministry spokesperson. So he's not even a high-ranking official. So in Chinese eyes, it's making Australia look like even lower. Like, it's like, yeah. we won't even talk to you, your prime minister, unless we'll put, we'll put like a mid-level bureaucrat at him, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's just huge loss of face, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the reaction, the reaction to the the cartoon was just, yeah, it was just the funniest part about it. It's just the Australian government just absolutely melting down over it, and and um and you know also the um you know certain people in the media who are pretty aligned with the government as well. Um, I don't know that I don't know what how he could have handled it i guess he could have just said like guys you're not helping <laughs> um <clears throat> instead of instead of calling it a slur because um i think morrison used the word slur to describe the the cartoon um which sort of like sort of implies that he's saying that it's it was base it's it's baseless or it's a lie or something like that which yeah. it isn't at all like it was um yeah he's almost, almost sort of dismissing it as being like a lie which is sort of like backtracking on, yeah, backflicking on taking the Brereton report seriously, I think. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, if you look at the first military actions of um, Australian soldiers, which is, I think, in them, or when they were listed as Australian soldiers, it was in the Boer War. Um, they yeah. did also help up set up in concentration camps against, um, you know, the Dutch settlers. So, yeah, right. he's never really been a good guy in the warfare um, area, really, except for like maybe World War Two. Um, it, it's mm. been pretty bad in general. Mm. And so, so Nick, <clears throat> you're not as much into like China Twitter as me and Tamara. <laughs> what, what, and you, we've seen the funny reactions on Australian Twitter, but like, I think for the first time, was, was it, well, was it the first time you've seen like Chinese accounts sort of, um, sort of fighting back as, so to speak, or? Yeah, a little bit. Um, uh what's that term i've seen that term popping up a bit like um wolf something um wolf warrior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah wolf warrior. Yeah, that's, that's sick 
I used to hate that movie, but now it's it's just hilarious. I love it. <laughs> is that is that like I saw Chris Yorman, I think, using it earlier today. I, I didn't like. Who who used it? Chris Yorman. Sorry. Chris Yorman. Oh, Chris, really? He used it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it basically just used, used to describe, like, I don't know, um, Chinese government people on Twitter? <laughs> or just anyone that's Chinese who sort of actually sort of fires back? No, uh, I, th- I think it's like a specifically a government, a official government account. Okay. Um, from, yeah. from a movie. There was a bunch of movies called Wolf Warrior. Um, so you should watch the movie it's one of the worst movies i've ever seen <laughs> it's so poorly made it's obviously government um, propaganda um, but a lot of people say it's Han supremacy it's just hilarious because like the main actor and i think a few other actors were like not even Han chinese they're like pen Chu's. so it, it's not it's not it, it's like this very very um patriotic manchu guy so there's this one scene where like um the, the chinese ships come and save the african people and yeah. there's this music playing and they just like fire the rockets and they fire and <laughs> defeat the European settlers. It's, it's amazing. You should wow. watch it. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. And there's one scene, they always have this, the Russian guy. He's like, um, they're going to save Mr. Chan and Mr. Chan, oh yeah, I'm spoiling, gets shot. And he's like, you killed Mr. Chan. Anyway, it's, it's very poorly made, but it's very <laughs> fun. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but like one of the opening scenes um, from one of the movies, I think it's the first one, is he gets back to his home village and like property oh, the developers, second one, yeah. <laughs> property developers are like demolishing this this like family. And he kills house. Dude. So he kills the property developer. Just he kicks him, kicks him and kills him and shoots him. him. Yeah, <laughs> like that's you do not see that in Western media. Like <laughs> he's, um, he's like the new new Mao. He's just like killing property developers. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It's the fucking. It is the. <clears throat> Xi Jinping's fucking uh, neo Maoism. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And the property developers, they like, cast really well. They look like those Chinese dudes who like sell fake shit in Chinatown. They're just like, <laughs> oh man, it was good. He's, he was one dude and he beat up like 10 property developers. He was great. Yeah. Um, um, hilarious movie. Um, then the, the, and there was that scene. He, he, remember he had always that flashback of his like dead wife or missing wife? And, oh man, I only watched it once. And oh. anyway, there's the third one coming up because for some reason he, in the last scene of the movie, he's like hiking down in Antarctica. Somehow he still has coverage. Oh, Must be seeing some real, some like Huawei twenty G shit. And he's like, Ling Feng, we found your wife. He's been kept up by ISIS. Anyway, <laughs> so he's gonna have to beat up ISIS. I think the next movie. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I didn't know that term. Really meant well for it. Oh, well, I know now. That's good. Go yeah, um, watch it on YouTube. It's free. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Yorman called. Uh, what's that guy's name again? Who, who posted the the cartoon? Um, uh, uh, yeah. He called him like a wolf warrior wanker earlier today. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at his like profile in China, he's kind of like an indie artist. He's just a random dude who just cares. Yeah. <laughs> and he has like this goth GF. He's just like a random. He's like basically a Twitter artist in China. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And he got called out by a prime minister of another country, and he's actually just loving it because he's like, Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great oh, for him. <laughs> he's lapping it up. He's just like, Oh, Scott, Scomo, you coming at me, mate? I'll come at you. Yeah. 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 I tell you what, like uh, some of the other like dissident artists in Australia from China must be pretty fucking annoyed. 
Oh, Barty Dijon was angry as. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he made all the, like, sort of the, the similar ones about, like, Hong Kong and stuff, like a parody. Because that's shit, because no one actually died in Hong Kong. So, like, you know, it's, it's, that's actually a fake thing. That's actually a fake, you know, yeah. fake um, depiction. But, um, yeah, um, it, I've just seen you called him out a lot, um, Nick, recently. Like, there was that lady who was like, oh, the, the Burriton reports me cry. And you're like, oh, no, um, you know, people died. And she yeah, came- yeah. I mean... I don't know. I think people forgot very quickly that the government sort of accepted the accuracy of the report um, and have like shifted back to, you know, like the presumption of innocence for, um, I mean, yes, there's going to be like a legal process uh, and, um, you know, the, the Australian soldiers involved will, will go through that and like, yes, technically speaking, yeah, there is a presumption of innocence, but like the, the, the report um, detailing their war crimes is, you know, widely considered to be accurate by the government. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's what you replied to, I think, Corrine Barraclough or something. And, yeah, um, she's, she's um, I don't know. She's, she was like... closely tied to Mark Latham somehow. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and like rebel media. So she was like, "Oh, imagine oh, how our um, this how the Barrington reports basically making the so- our defense members feel." You're like, "Dude, like, <laughs> they murdered like dozens of civilians." Yeah, and, and she's like, yeah. "Allegedly," and you just destroyed her with, like all these evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and she blocks you. And then she blocked me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, it, yeah, that's that's basically what's happened. It's like it's like, oh, but what about our feelings? You know. Um, it, yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, Speaking of feelings, like uh, we had Bill Lee, uh, I don't know what you call him, a right-wing conservative sort of troll who was a, a cartoonist for the national paper mm. and constantly just bringing out the most heinous stuff and briefly got famous. Was it, was it him that did the um, one of the Williams sisters in a, mm. a crude crude African-American yeah. character? It was, either, it was either him or his son. I can never tell the difference. Is like, that- he also did the daggy, sort of the, the drop beat, drop beat dad one about the indigenous father. Oh, the indigenous yeah. one, yeah. That's right. And, I think that, and was- that cartoon was defended by the right wing conservative sort of News Corp squad so fiercely. And it's been just so interesting to see them just throw that out, you know. Oh, like, sure. I mean, yeah. Wouldn't be oh, surprised. Oh, Jesus, Jesus uh, Charlie. Je- Jesus, I don't know how the hell you pronounce French. You know, it's a stupid language. Um, was, yeah. <laughs> Sorry oh, if you're French, whatever, but uh, <laughs> it, it, th- th- you know, everyone, Australia, a lot of Australians were like going, when Charlie was happening, they were like, yeah, I stand with Charlie. And mm-hmm. that was, you know, a, about like a, a, you know, a artist got killed um, or bombed, whatever. Yeah. And now it, it flips back around. And same about the Uyghur story, because if, if you look at what's happening in France, they have the same re-education camps going yeah. on, except even worse, because there's... They don't even get like education or freedom to leave them at in the daytime, and that, you know all these camps are not right. They're all wrong um, in terms of targeting mass populations. But but no one is talking about France. They even praised France. They were like, "Oh, this is great. They're re-edu- they're like you know making them less Islamic." Um, that's what like all the media has been saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of two facing there. Hmm. I wonder if. It did France make a statement about the 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 drawing and stuff like because it was they interesting did. music music oh they did right yeah which so everyone was bagging them like the French ministry was like oh 
this disgusting, you know, this this kind right, of image. Right, there you go. A provocative. It's just a big club, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the white kids club. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, there, there is, there, I think there is probably a way to, you know, criticize the cartoon. I mean, it's, it's not helpful, like the cartoon. It's no. It is, oh, like, it kind of highlighted the issue in that yeah, way. Yeah, it highlights okay. it. Yeah, but it's it, it. Also, yeah. I, I don't know how, like, um, you know, people in Afghanistan who sort of were affected by these war crimes. How I don't know how they would look at it. Um, is it is it like trying to trying to score? You know, political yeah, points. That's good point. Uh, good point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have, of course, people that follow me would be pro what I say, <laughs> but um, <laughs> some Afghanistan followers they were like, yeah, you know, um, Australians just shut up, and you know, but I, I can get what you mean. Like um, there was that yeah. video of um, uh, the, the American Humvee driving through the Afghanistan town and just being absolutely stoned by. Um, the oh civilians. yeah, that was funny. Hey? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I assume that's that's usually what the image is of any sort of foreign soldier these days. Um, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Smash all their cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I see you uh, have been making fun of Ellie Melly's. Uh, there was a hilarious <laughs> one about the pornography porn star comparison. Oh. That she, was so yeah. funny, yeah. She actually blocked me, I would say, years ago. Like, I think maybe a couple of years ago. Um, and then she keeps pretending that she hasn't. Like, <laughs> um, she's what? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like argued with people before saying like, no, I didn't block him. He blocked me. And like, um, I- I've never blocked anyone on Twitter. I can like post a, a, a screenshot of my, um, you know, you can pull up like a list mm. of people that you've blocked. Yeah mine's empty and like <laughs> i can post a screenshot of it and she she keeps saying that i'm lying <laughs> <laughs> um, there was that guy who was like you look like this random porn star from europe oh my god that was insane <laughs> i could not stop laughing i was like this is gold yeah. uh have a, have a scroll through that guy's account it's it's all just that <laughs> and he says he's anti-porn um and he's yeah, 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 which, right. which doesn't make any sense this is so like right-wing is he American, that guy, or is just like some? Uh, no, I thought he was Australian, but oh. I could be wrong. <laughs> Where do they find these people? Um, she follows <laughs> me for some reason. I, I don't understand why. But oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and it's I, I've interesting that yeah. the whole all this China content is um, it's going to help out the grifters. It's a lot of content yeah. for um, your alley mallies and. She, she's gained know. a huge following, hasn't she? She has like nearly she's 20, pretty like twenty thousand followers, right? Like, yeah, uh, and she's been on Sky News a bit as well. Mm, mm. She mixes oh, with wow, um, yeah. Avi Amini and the, that crowd, Rebel Media crowd. Yeah, yeah, she, she's drifting hard, you know. Um, yeah. What's what her like background? Is she like an actual analyst or something? Or I, I thought she, I thought she was a lawyer, but I could be wrong. Um, I don't think she she had anything to do with like you know media or anything like that. I think she was just. No. <clears throat> just a, a right-wing sort of poster on, on Twitter who, I don't know, cultivated a following there and then got noticed by, you know, Rebel Media and people like that. Yeah, she's, she's built a very specific brand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's the most funny part about all this is just like a lot of right-wingers um, being sensitive snowflakes, you know. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, and um, I, I, I know, I know, you know, very controversial figure. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Shanks, friendly Jordy. It's very controversial. Yeah, I do agree with yeah. him one thing. Um, fuck Fairfax. 
Like, honestly, just fuck them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We could devote a whole episode to old mate. Um, Geordie's. Yeah. He's, he's a lot he's, of very he's... bad views about Indigenous people, but in terms of his media criticism of the Australian media circus, it, it's very true, I think. He said some pretty wild things about China before as well. Oh, um, I don't know if he knows what's... Yeah, he, he did. I mean, he, he had a thing with China Daily, remember? He had a whole episode thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, he's been beefing with um, uh, Drew. Drew and uh, Alex and... Turnbull. No, but he's been ignoring Alex Turnbull. But Alex Turnbull, like the fucking loser he is, keeps <laughs> going to involve himself in other people's stuff to make himself guess. <laughs> and no, no one cares. But yeah, um, yeah. but um, Jordan said he won't. He only wants to uh, debate someone from Aspie. And I have to fucking give him respect for that. Like, it's cool. And I'll tell you what, ever since he's been talking about Aspie, a lot of other people have been shitting on it too. So yeah, I mean, you have to give it to Michael West. Um, and yeah, he's, he, he's, he's really been the impetus and the push, I think, for um, Friendly Geordies to sort of highlight the, the media bias. Yeah, what the I fuck? Think. Especially as well as the Uyghurs and stuff. Because he, he's talked to me on Twitter about it, this stuff as well. And mm. also about the sort of yellow Chinese stories. Um, he's very. Uh, I'm very surprised that Michael uh, Michael West is so. He's very slow to judge on any topic, from what I can see, and he actually analyzes the whole story before he goes forward with his own view. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm very respectful <laughs> of that. Yeah. Well, that, that's his whole thing, isn't it? He's like an independent journalist. Yeah, yeah. So he's been giving a lot of. I think a lot of the views he, he has actually being sort of a microphone, like you know, a loudspeaker by friendly Geordies. Um, right. Yeah. And I'm assuming a lot of those really weird views that Frank Geordie has is not Michael West. So, I hope. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, definitely should follow Nick Shadag um, on Twitter. He is has a lot of owns of um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a great uh, it's a great look into um, Australian right wingers. <laughs> Oh, well, no, um, uh, it's a tough time for Australians on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've been copping it, you know, and, and rightly so. But um, there is there is a left um, to the anti-colonial movement in Australia. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I'd like to, for some of our other listeners and stuff to fucking, to mix with them, you know, and like build a bit of solidarity and, see what we can do together. You know? Yeah. Have you ever had a black bean noodle thing, whatever you call it? Uh, it's, that's like a down in Adelaide. What's that? It's like a black bean. Um, I know it's some dish. It's some like a, it's called a BBN or something, a BBH. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I bet you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is this like an Adelaide thing or? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, you don't mean like an AB, you do? Oh, that could be it. Yeah. Yeah, an AB. Uh, it's just that's just our name for like, uh, 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 like a, a hello snack pack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of good memes in Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, no, it's another yeah. one I'm thinking about. It's like a BB. It's like a Chinese dish. It's like a, a black bean curd or something. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't even know that was like a uniquely Adelaide thing. <laughs> yeah yeah um it's it's weird there's because i i don't know at uni for some reason melbourne there's a lot of adelaideans that come to melbourne for uni and i i just keep meeting them they gave me a lot of their 
funny jokes. Like there was a really hilarious one where like the lockdown was like, well, at least that Adelaide CBD, you know, is still at max capacity when everything was locked down because <laughs> no one's in Adelaide, you know, that's the joke. But yeah, like, yeah, this is good. This is good shit. Our lockdown that lasted for two days. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Have you been to Woodfield Pizza? <laughs> it's actually it's actually really close to my house uh, oh yeah um it's funny like during or just leading up to that lockdown um all of the like health alerts about various places in in adelaide they all seem to be getting closer and closer to my house like each day <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then woodville pizza bar closed um which is basically it. I mean, it's pretty much like my local pizza place. I, I've never actually been there because it, it doesn't look very good. But have you eaten it or have you like ordered? No, I never have. No, but um, oh. yeah, apparently it's not very nice. <laughs> oh, so it's like not. It's not like a swanky Italian bistro. <clears throat> no, not at all. It's like it's one of those places that does like pizza and burgers and. Like, ah, yeah. okay. Um, I see. Yeah. They don't do anything yeah. good, but it's good if you're really, really drunk at yeah, home. It's, it's yeah, it's got yeah. a, it, yeah, it's got that sort of diversity of, of you know, just whatever <laughs> junk food you want. But they probably don't do any of them that well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, those places are good if you don't care about your life anymore. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's a niche market. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I don't think they have those things. In, that's the thing. They don't have those kind of places overseas. Like I've never seen it. Um, I don't know in America, but. Um, I, I do miss it. Like you can't get a halal snack pack or something, say in China. You can't. You have to get like actual Uyghur kebabs, and it's yeah, right. Chips, eh? Yeah, you don't get the chips. That's the main difference. <laughs> um, but it's much cheaper, I guess, in China the kebabs. But yeah, that is something we have. So like, our, so we've got these two um, two fish and chips places in in Adelaide that both claim that they invented the the ab which is what we call the whole snack pack i mean but it stands for like back yeah. in the 70s so oh. um, they, they claim to be like both of them claim to be the the places that invented that dish is that a, from like a lebanese family that dish or uh i think it is yeah yeah what does ab stand for oh you don't want uh, to know <laughs> oh, okay it's, it's... It, it means abortion um because that's uh, it's a joke about what it looks like i guess it <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if that's yeah. true, but this is like this is the the what everyone says. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's good that you know we we talk about Adelaide here because most most people like um, overseas people ever talked about it. all they know about Adelaide is Snowtown. You know, that's it's very <laughs> sad because it's it's actually quite. I don't I don't know. It's interesting the way that it's so. Uh, no offense, very boring sounding. That's why it's so interesting and funny. Yeah, it's nice. You know, yeah. it's just. Um, yeah, it's it's not too busy. It's uh, not too boring either. There's, yeah, things are happening. Hmm. See yeah. hip hop out of Adelaide though. Fucking What's that? Is it like hip top hoods or something? Is that yeah? And fucking heaps of other groups came out of there. You know, like the early two thousands was just yeah. a beautiful time for Adelaide hip hop. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, yeah and they have uh, the Crows, which are very bad. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if uh, Regan knows anything about footy, but no, yeah, not really. Eh? Yeah, you're from Queensland. They play oh, rugby, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't follow either. I just know the Crows suck because all, all my Adelaide mates are like, "Oh no, they just apparently lost every like nearly every match or something last." Yeah, last that's season. right. They've they've got such cocky supporters, and um, yeah, they came last this year. In, yeah, yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's one thing they're obsessed with. Adelaideans love footy. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of them are German for some reason. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, like all throughout the Adelaide Hills, that was all like settled by German people. So there's still like Lutheran. That's where German. the wine started, right? Or sorry, is that where the wine comes from? The German culture. Yeah, yeah, I think it basically is. Yeah, I mean the Barossa Valley is like a, a German settlement as well. Um, well, Germans don't really. They don't really wine people. That's weird. Uh, they got what's yeah. called that that white stuff. The Oh, uh, yeah, they've got like, I mean, Riesling, I guess. Riesling, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there was, apparently there were still like people speaking German in the Brossa Valley, like as their sort of language that they speak at home up until the, the 60s or something. Wow. And because they were like cut off from Germany for, you know, 100 years or whatever, they had like this really weird way of speaking German. It was almost like Prussian or, or something that, you know, Wow. Germans would almost not understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. um, what do you call them? It's those uh, Amish people. You know, yeah, they, exactly. They yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is, that is actually crazy. Like it, you just don't see that. Um, it, it's like a lot of, um, same with a lot of Chinese communities that get um, isolated for hundreds of years and they speak in a really old version of like, say Cantonese um, in a lot of places. Um, even say, I think someone's telling me about the Ballarat community down in Melbourne. And apparently, right. speak some really odd dialect that oh, is no longer spoken in China. Um, Chinese speakers there, like from from like Old Rush, yeah, yeah. It, it's weird. Um, and there's it's also an interesting fact is most Australians, um, Chinese Australians who uh, originally came to Australia, actually set foot in Adelaide first because it was illegal. Well, it wasn't legal. You had to pay a tax to land in Mel to land in Victoria, so they went to Rome in Adelaide. Oh. I don't know, like near 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 South Australia to come yeah. to. So uh, technically, you know, most, most, the first wave of Chinese settlers were firstly South Australians. Well, that wasn't a state bit, but you know, technically, (laughs) yeah. And they also had a very weird uh, history where they put Northern Territory with South Australia for like 50 years. Yeah, that's right. It was like the same state for a little while. It's horribly governed. I can't imagine. Darwin, like (laughs) up in the north of... Australia was considered to be South Australia. Yeah, that's like three thousand kilometers difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like you know getting Texans to govern Minnesota. It just doesn't make exactly, sense. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's that would have made it. Um, yeah. Um, thanks for having. Yeah, thanks yeah, for coming thanks on. Thanks for coming Nick. on, dude. Yeah, do you have any? Enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's great. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely put a link to David McBride's GoFundMe and also Nick. Yeah. Shadeg, is it? Is that how I pronounce it? Shadeg. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. <laughs> you got, got to follow this guy. He's just absolutely destroying, demolishing the right wing. Um, <laughs> top tier. I'm trying, but they're all, they're all blocking me. I, I gotta I gotta keep scraping the barrel, like looking it's... for new ones to. <laughs> I used to be like you. I used to never block he anyone. Never blocked anyone. Then I realized if you can block the right wing first, then you troll them. They can't block you back. Yeah. That's yeah. I used to have less than 10 people blocked for like a whole two years. <laughs> Alright. 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 Thanks. Alright. Thanks, guys. Inxiong Hua Jian Yi Ren Ying Xi Shi
昨日相依，今。